What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Shopper channel coming to with another edition. Plenty of things like the locks, hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell goes a long way for me on this video, goes a long way for you. That way you become a prize and never create content that's going live here at our little neck of the YouTube woods. My friends, Monday was an absolute smash. That was fantastic. Loved everything about it. Tuesday's just kind of getting underway here. We're a couple hours into the slate. I mean, Utah just looks like shit right now. This entire first half was just such garbage. Probably the worst first half of basketball I've seen in a long, long time. Well, actually, no, since the couple days before that when Charlotte and Golden State played, and I somehow watched that first half. This this rivaled it, which I never thought was possible in the history of humanity. But here we are. Hopefully, we can get Utah with a huge bounce back in the second half. And, uh, yeah, all the other things on the card, because it was a card I felt pretty good about. Not feeling as good about it here in the middle of Tuesday, but we shall see. We shall see. Anyway, we are a forward-looking show, and no locks that exist here on the sixth game before Wednesday. I'll throw that out right from the get-go. We'll talk Bet365. We'll talk Odd Shopper, of course, very, very quickly. We'll talk Playback as well. You guys need to be checking out Playback. It is an amazing new site that we have going. You guys can check out uh, Playback.com. Check out Stochastic, S-T-O-K-A-S-T-I-C. That is the uh, brother-sister company. I don't even know how you want to look at it. It's all under the same umbrella, friends. So stochastic.com, you're going to be able to check it out there. We have a link from it there. But playback.com, you can watch the games live with us. We're going to be doing live betting. We'll be talking pick em slips. We'll be talking everything there in the after-hour shows. That's Craig Ehrenberg, Josh Engelman. You know them. You love them here on the Odd Chopper channel as well. So check them out. Talk all the other things. But six games. Producer Jacob, hi. Hello. Let's get to the picks. The Indiana Pacers, the New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans right now on a back-to-back. Brandon Ingram got a little dinged up going into that first half, or at the uh, like middle of the first half it was. Uh, so you want to be paying attention to that news. It's not going to be official here as of recording this now, but in the evening window, it's something I'm going to be paying attention to very, very closely. But they are five-point dogs at open here. We have all the lines. We have so many teams that exist here on back-to-backs. I'll be mentioning them throughout the show like I always do, but want you to just have it on your radar that it does add a certain layer of unpredictability when you see somebody get dinged up and then they return to the game like Brandon Ingram did here in this spot. I was watching that game on League Pass and yeah, didn't really know what to think of it here. Don't even know what the injury could have been. He returned to the game pretty quickly, but always something to have on your radar, especially when CJ McCollum ended up out for that one. Zion Williamson ended up playing. Always a chance that he sits there on the back-to-back. you got to have a very different-looking a uh, roster here on the Pelican side. As for the Pacers, eh, kind of the same thing. Aaron Neesmith questionable entering this one. That is the only real piece that matters there. He is uh, somebody who's been playing 28, 30 minutes pretty routinely. Benedict Matherin had the explosion spot. We had an absolute egg laid last time out by Tyrese Halliburton. Hopefully that didn't affect any of you all out there in the streets. He'll be just fine, obviously. Uh, this is just, you know, post-All-Star break. Couple of days, couple of games. Look good. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe she. A little bit of that. I'm not really giving you great analysis. Let's move on from this one because in D minus five, too many variables, too many things between Matherin, between all the unpredictability here of the Pelicans. I don't know how it's going to play out. Don't even really have a good feel for it. And this line just cuts to the core of me, Baxter. Five. It's almost perfectly efficient. We move on. Now I have a prop. It doesn't even exist yet. I'm going to throw it out there anyway, because I want you thinking about it. We almost hit that BAM out of bio. ended up being plus 4,500 on some people, plus 2,500 if you got it in when I got it, plus 2,200 at close. 
and he was on pace to absolutely go out and do it. That would have been an absolute smash. Uh, I mean, Monday was still a fantastic day with the heat covering and, and getting everything done there in that evening window in that game. Pretty much had everything all, all the way through on Monday um, at the lock as well. But looking at the, the board, the props specifically, feeling a little in my feelings coming off of that one. I want to get a little beat. Aggressive, be aggressive, not going to say the letters, but Dallas minus three. Luca just eviscerating Cleveland right now. Uh, it was a wild third quarter. Well, actually, it was a crazy first half in general. I think he had like 26, seven and six coming into it. What a time to be alive. But taking on Toronto, and there's one big questionable tag. Now, you have to pay attention to all the Dallas news. Josh Green did get dinged up and returned to that game, but. Jakob Pertl, only guy on the injury report for this entire game as it stands right now. I don't think Jakob Pertl plays. He turned his ankle. I don't think he's going to be suiting up. And if he does, don't play this. Don't don't play this. It's going to be a lean. And obviously, if he is in, I doubt that we're... Or, well, sorry, if he is out, we're not going to get the kind of number that you think you might be on this. And yet, I'm going to like it. Here is what I'm getting at. The Toronto Raptors don't really have a true backup center here. And I, my process, if you want to know kind of like the difference between, well, market-based approach, projection approach, and obviously I'm projecting things out from a DFS perspective for some of my prop bets and things of that nature. And then also a market-based approach, the solid way to do things every single day, which is just looking at the marketplace and finding the best odds at the best sports books that you have access to in your state. We'll talk about that here in a second. But I'm just basically going through it and I have no idea how they don't play Kelly Olenek for 30 to 35 minutes in some capacity here. He has been the backup center here by way of Utah, 22, 24 minutes. That'd be about where he gets topped off at. But he closed that last game with the ding up. You've had Toronto win three games in a row. And Kelly Olenek, despite his faults, which defensively he has not been good this season, He's been a winning basketball player as recently as last season, where he had a 4.6 expected win share there in his time with Utah, plus a 0.6 defensive EPM. We're talking a guy who overall, not a good defender by any means, but been neutral. And then this year, just a huge drop off, and they went away from him in Utah. He didn't play alongside Walker Kessler for a lot of that, so it's going to make you look worse on the interior. Whole thing, whole thing. But offensively, this guy can get it done. And it can get it done in the box score, rebounding a basketball like most all fours and fives. He is a seven-footer after all. But 28.3% assist percentage as well, which is kind of nifty, which kind of gives you an extra out here. Not saying that he's going to go out and go torch people. You got quickly ball handling. He's not going to probably hit double digits in the assist. But there's like that one out of 100 outcome that at least comes along for the ride. But you look at his rebound percentage, 19.8% defensive rebound percentage. You look at his usage, only 15.5%, but up a little bit higher earlier in the season here. And I think that that's going to be more, more of what we look at for Olenek in a game where it's like, oh, shit, we need his perimeter shooting. We need him to go do things. I think a double-double could be that plus 2,500 type ticket. Now, I don't think we're going to get that if you get Jakob Pertl ruled out. Maybe Jakob Pertl is limited and you can get some kind of exposure to it, but I'm basically just crafting this one because I am wishing it into existence from a projection standpoint. Because again, the Toronto Raptors hate to play anybody else at center. They have now gotten rid of Thaddeus Young. Chris Boucher is in timeout all the time. Kelly Olynyk's your only true center here, and you're going to need him out there when they go to the Gafford lineups, when they go and start with Derek Lively. These are things 
that you want to be looking at in your process for something unexpected might show up on your card. Not sure if a book hangs a loose number on this one, but be paying attention. I certainly will be. Hit me up on uh, on X at Eric Lindquist. Again, this could end up very short number here if Kelly Olenek is announced as starting. So be wary, be wary. I said I'd talk about it here because again, there aren't a ton of bets here the night before. Different times of when you can bet. You have time age. You have something that is put directly onto our model over at Odd Shopper to help make that easy for you, no matter what time of day you're looking at. As you get closer to lock time, obviously, you get lines for the games that are more efficient. It reacts to the news. It has all the news by tip-off 99.9% .9 of the time. So you have those kind of opportunities. But throughout the day, Odd Shopper is updating in real time, throwing the time age, how long the bet's been active at the best sports book for it, showing you the best plays across the industry. Check out the OS Premium Tools. I'm telling you, we are a month away. A month away. From MLB Lindy's, you'll want to get familiar. You'll want to get familiar. The home run model is going to be popping. It's going to be wild. But here's the thing. For $49.95, you can check it out for a month right now. $14.95 weekly. That is, price isn't changing. But for your first week or your first month, you can save 20% off using promo code Lindy. And you will also get all of my bets in the premium Discord. You'll get all of the expert picks from everybody. We're talking Greg Ehrenberg. We're talking my guy, uh, Nathan, who's just absolutely been crushing the parlay game there in the streets at Odd Shopper. So check it out, friends. All in one package. Promo code Lindy. $12 for a week, $42 for a month. What could be better than do you like my sweater? On we go to the next game. The Minnesota Timberwolves hosting Memphis here on a back-to-back -back themselves. Again, lots of back-to-backs. Want to be paying attention to these things. But uh, yeah, Minnesota playing uh, 50 to 32 right now. They're just slamming San Antonio. Slam me about it down. Didn't see Spice Girls coming at any point in time here. But this bodes well for Carl Anthony Towns. If he can come back, I, he has some kind of a personal issue that he's dealing with. Hasn't been disclosed what it is. He is the key component to whether or not you want to be betting this game. Because if I knew Cat was playing right now and they're up 18, again, getting close here to the end of that first half, I would love to back Minnesota at minus 13. And again, double-digit spreads, been better at them this season, been very cautious, been kind of dipping my toes around a little bit. And yeah, again, you have to be looking at back end of the bench guys. You have to look at who's playing in blowout run. And Minnesota, guys like Nikhil Alexander-Walker, positive defenders. Jane McDaniels, even in closing lineups, positive defenders. Guys that, when they're up 15, 16, will still be out on the floor. We'll be locking dudes down and still trying because that's who they are. And that's what Minnesota's identity is. So kind of like that idea, but not having Cat there, kind of a problem. And they're the ones on the back-to-back. -back. So again, I'm being cautious here. I do want to have something out here in the first three games for you if you absolutely need to have it. I personally haven't bet it, which is why, again, I come up with these rules. Lean, something I haven't bet. I'll like, something that you could bet that I've already probably put money on and 99% of the time have unless I otherwise specify. And a lock. You can know for sure that I've put money on that and you can fire that away unless news just comes from the stratosphere. Lock's been good. Lock's been good here the last month and a half, two months or so. Let me double check. Yeah, it's green. That's fun. But anyway, in this spot, under 215, this is a massive total for a Memphis team that's been down in pace here, obviously, because they're starting Luke Kennard at point guard. Like, this is a team that just, they are the worst offensive team. Actually, they're behind Charlotte in offensive rating over the last month, which is kind of sad and pathetic and more of 
an evisceration of Charlotte, I suppose. But Memphis, no Scottie Pippen Jr. because he's dinged up. No real true point guard. They're just developing Gilliard and all of those things. It is really tough to watch Memphis. I'm not sure if you've watched them recently. Yeah, they try really hard. I like Vince Williams. I like Jaron Jackson Jr. These are fun guys. They're great. Uh, they're fun guys. They like the game of basketball. <laughs> but under 215, I'm going to call it a lean like Memphis plus 13. I know it's disgusting. Again, this is just a lean that I have thrown attached to it because, again, Carl Anthony Towns' personal issue. Need some understanding on that one. I would be on the complete opposite side if I knew Carl Anthony Towns was playing, but I will say, personal issue being a one-day thing that showed up midday, not likely that he plays tomorrow. I should have probably led with that. I probably should have led with that. Cleveland, this one's for you. Going to the Windy City, a better city in general. Well, no, Cleveland's... Chicago's the best city in America in the summer, but Chicago, friends, it is phenomenal stuff. 220 total that's not fun. Cleveland on a back-to-back. -back. Noticing a trend, everybody. It's really hard. We took advantage on Monday of everybody going from the Sunday to Monday back-to-back. -back. Worked out nicely because apparently they just didn't adjust anything. Basically, it was like strictly the way that I would project it. And when that's the case, I'm going to take that side of it. The, the, the fresh team side of it. Finally, we have a like on the board because I am going to back the team on the back-to-back. -back. It's going to be awesome here. I'm telling you what. Here is what is going on. Right now, you've got Luka Doncic completely eviscerating Cleveland. It's 102.98 here, six minutes left in that fourth quarter. I think regardless of the result, they're going to be either ecstatic that they got out of there with a win or they're going to be depressed and they're going to play everybody here. And Evan Mobley, no longer on a minute's restriction. I think he's good on the back-to-back. Darius Garland would be surprised if he didn't play on the back-to-back -back at this point, had been playing on back-to-backs in reduced minutes. And Chicago also on a back-to-back. -back. Hey, there's the whole key to the entire thing. I was burying the lead. But Chicago friends, this is a team that has been playing a lot better, obviously playing massive minutes to the likes of DeMar DeRozan. Kobe White, Vooch. Man, it's just, this guy's playing all. Io DeSumo, Alex Caruso. Overall, I like their core five, but like Drummond, a good rebounder. But what is your bench, man? Dalen Terry, that guy sure ain't it. I mean, just Tory Craig, he's been out for a while. You know, they've got like Javon Carter playing minutes. Javon Carter for 15 minutes. Like, what are we doing here? Gotta say, Chicago playing guys 40, 42 minutes a night. A little different than playing Mobley 31, 32. Guys with a little bit more reduced minutes and, and workload here in general. And yeah, it doesn't mean that they can't go out and have Donovan Mitchell put up a heap, a heap, a heap of time. But like, they don't always do that. They, it's not like the routine thing. So overall, friends, pretty quick, pretty easy. Cleveland minus four. I think this one moves to four and a half, five. I think there's a little bit of value. Again, it's thin. It's a six-game slate. You want something? You need something? This is the first one that I... It's my first bet. It's so dumb. Let's talk another bet that doesn't exist yet that I like. Sacramento plus six and a half heading to Denver. And there's a couple of phenomenons here of late that have been pretty fascinating in the triple-double department here. They obviously exist with the centers from this basketball game. We got Jokic, we've got Sabonis matching up, and Sabonis leading the NBA currently in triple-doubles. Here's the thing. 
This is obviously the worst spot he's had in quite some time. I, I would call Bam out of Iowa a pretty bit difficult spot, actually, as well. But Denver plays at a slow pace. Kings, they win big games against the Clippers. Then they lose to Miami and, like, a bunch of their bench dudes that get inserted into the starting unit as a necessity. And it was pretty tough to watch overall. But I will say, Sabonis, I'm expecting his line to close much higher when we get this thing announced than what we've seen here in recent games. Let's go through because I keep track of every single data point when it comes down to the last, where did the line close at? And again, it's not a perfect way of looking at it because things you know, generally get bet into a certain position and you, you kind of want to have the entire tracking. You, you really want that. But for me, for our purposes, it's just an easier way of me breaking it down here for you. Debonis Sabonis, his last five games, here is what his triple-double prices were. Plus 200, plus 200, plus 170, plus 175, plus 160. Those were all closing numbers. I'm expecting it to buoy against a Denver team that, again, plays at one of these slower paces in the entire NBA. They are at 27th in that uh, 97.2 possessions per 48 minutes. You're going to have one of the better defensive teams. Again, a top 10, top 10 adjusted defensive rating. And obviously, all the attention will come in on Jokic here. And now, uh, well, Sacramento, they're going to get a wake-up call. And Deer and Fox had looked really, really good. They just, we caught them with the plus seven and a half, plus six and a half, depending on when you got there. On the Miami side, purely because of the back-to-back, -back, you win in LA, you travel back to Sacramento, and you face a team that's been in Sacramento for two days. Kind of a wild little run out. And again, Bam Adebayo, I thought, would play really well. He did. Triple-double would have been enjoyable. But then triple-double here is the one that I like. So... If you get better than plus 175, that is my break-even number. Plus 175, bet Demonis Sabonis triple-double here. Just do it. He's probably going to do it. Assist rate through the moon. Knocks in the moon. Well north of 30% over the last month. Rebounding rate, one of the best in the NBA. And the points should be a given, although sometimes Demonis Sabonis makes you sweat for it. Sweat, baby, sweat. Sabonis triple-double, plus 175 or better. Let's talk Bet365. One more game to go. Friends, there are nine states where Bet365 is currently available here in the United States. Arizona, Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Kentucky, Louisiana, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia. If you are in one of those states, Arizona being the newest, so check it out, my friends. You can get $150 in bonus bets by doing nothing, nothing, but going to the link below, betting $5 on anything, and you'll get $150 in bonus bets. Does that sound fun? Does that sound interesting? Let me tell you, I was able to turn the $5 I deposited when I went and visited New Jersey. I was actually visiting New York, but I went through New Jersey. Shout out the Newark airport. Was able to get a bunch of bets. I made $575 on my initial investment just by taking $5, depositing it at bet365, getting the 150 in bonus bets, and then slamming some Jason Tatum unders at a very advantageous spot. Those were good times, friends. I enjoyed them. You can enjoy them too. Not necessarily Jason Tatum unders. He's not even playing basketball on Wednesday, but you can take that $5 and it will turn into $150 in ammunition, straight, uh, hot and fresh out the kitchen. We're not going to keep going with that one. But friends, it's only for 20 minutes and over. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. One game, the Battle of LA. Here we and the last game of the night, the battle for L.A. Lakers. Clippers, glorified home game for the Lakers. You know what I mean if you've ever spent any time in L.A., that's for sure. 236 total, 
Just saying, Lakers fans will be out in droves, and you know Steve Ballmer's trying to eradicate that. For, you're never going to. The, the Lakers will always own the city. But you are looking, friends, at the Clipper side of things. No Paul George for this one. It got the weird probable tag and then the Q tag for LeBron. I think they both end up playing here. But I will just put a small little sprinkle here on the Clipper side. And here's why. One, we don't have a lot else on this card here at the moment. We have a couple of, like, not made-up plays. But Kelly Olenek, definitely going to be really diving down there not a positive uh not positive we even get that line ahead of time so be paying very very close attention that's for sure but in the grand scheme of things friends 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 you really really got to look at the lakers and their inability to rebound a basketball with guys not named anthony davis they're not good at it dead last in offensive rebound rate in the entire association just kind of getting garbage boards on the other side and the Clippers, well, they just at least hustle. They have those kind of guys there. And despite what we saw against Sacramento the other night where just inept on offense, it's kind of the only thing that keeps me a little bit shy here is watching Russell Westbrook and James Harden and knowing that Austin Reeves and, and D'Angelo Russell get to face equal defenders for once. You get Paul George off the floor. That's such a defensive problem. But also, for as much flack as Paul George has taken offensively of late, very important to the fabric of this team. Kawhi Leonard... Obviously, he's going to continue to be Kawhi Leonard because defensively played awesome last time out against Sacramento, even though offensively didn't have his full repertoire. Seven for 18, I believe, from the field. But I have a small play on late. Uh, sorry. <laughs> be careful. Clippers minus three. That is the one that I want. I want to be on the Clippers side of this ever so slightly. Think this is a nice bounce back spot coming off of Sacramento where I think they're going to figure out some of the kinks. It is useful. It is useful. Let's get ourselves the heck about it. And that does it for another edition of Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. You know what to do. Go to that comment section below. Let me know your favorite plays that exist here on this lovely little slate we have before us. Going to be a wild, wild one, I think. Six games, lots of news pending. Got some interesting bets that I'm going to be wanting to take some shots on. Very curious to see where some numbers drop. I will be doing a Lindy's Locks update tomorrow. I just have to. There's just not enough information here at the moment. A lot of teams on back-to-backs. I mean, I feel like I said that every single time until the very, very end there. So be paying very close attention to that. Thank you, Producer Jacob, per usual. Check out Bet365 if you're 21 and over. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Alrighty, y'all, let's get ourselves the heck up out of here. I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the NBA streets on Wednesday.